You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. Welcome to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and my guest today is Mario Hollemans. Uh, and this episode of WAG is being broadcast from downtown Chicago in Streeterville. Mario Hollemans is the president of Young Professional Streeterville. That's YP Streeterville on Instagram. He is also the vice president of the Park Advisory Council that we serve on together. Uh, he's also a member of the Parish Pastoral Council at Holy Name Cathedral and has worked for the city of Chicago since 2005. Uh, so he he is a, a timely guest uh, because he's worked for the city for like 19 years, uh, and he's been around for five mayoral elections. Uh, so we were lucky to have him here today. Uh, Mario, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, George, for having me. Yes. Uh, well, it's very timely because the, the election is on April, I guess the runoff mayoral election is on April 4th, which is today's, so it's in a week. Yes, it'll so, be... Uh... Uh, what next uh, next week? Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Yep. So you basically have had experience, and I didn't even realize you worked for the city that long. Starting with with Richard M. Daly was mayor since since 2011. Then we had Rahm Emanuel for two terms. Then we had Lori Lightfoot, and now we have a mayoral runoff election in February of this year. Lori Lightfoot, our I guess former mayor, came surprisingly in third place in the, I don't know if you call it the general mayoral election, and she did not qualify for the runoff. So now we've got Paul Vallis, who came in first, and Brandon Johnson, who came in second. And according to a WGN9 poll, uh, Vallis is currently in the lead uh, at 46.3%, and Johnson is trailing him at 40.6%, and they're saying undecided voters represent 13.1%. So still a very close race. If, with those undecided voters, you could flip it uh, either way. I also looked up this article, and it shows that 70% of uh, current Chicago voters think we're heading in the wrong direction in the city, with 52% saying crime is their most important issue, followed by education, taxes, and housing, which are all very low compared to crime. I think education was 11, taxes 9, and housing at 7%. Now, I'm not surprised crime is the you know far and away the most important issue. Uh, what's your take on, on all that? I, I actually or on um, the polling itself. I read the same poll uh, you read this morning. I think polling is uh, fascinating because they can poll those people, but will they actually show up to vote or make their voices heard is uh, only known on election day. And so, I would say that while seventy percent uh, thinks the city's going in the wrong direction, it'll be uh, interesting to see if those seventy percent uh, show up and uh, who they think is the best person to lead the city next. Johnson definitely is picking up a lot of the young voters, right. but young people don't tend to vote, so that'll yeah. be interesting to see if they come out. Was that out. 18 to 34? Yes, 18 to 34 is young voters. Um, I'm still a young voter. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to vote? Yes, I am. And I voted in the uh, in the first one. And I think we talked, we were here doing a podcast on election day, and my sister had like literally no idea there was an election. She didn't vote. But I hope I told her she needs to vote whether she will or not. I don't know. Everyone should vote always because it's your. Yes, I agree. It's your civic duty. Civic duty. And yeah. if, if you're complaining and you don't vote, shame on you. You know, you, you want to uh, see some change or see a difference or you have an important issue, then vote. That, that's why it's there. Were you surprised that our former mayor, Lori Lightfoot, lost so decisively and didn't make the runoff? 
I was a little surprised because uh, usually the power of the incumbency can really push you over the edge. But um, that's true for Chicago. Yeah, yeah. All, uh, it's. I think the last time an incumbent lost was, um, oh gosh, many years ago, many many years ago. So it was a shocker. But at the same time, the city's moving in a different direction, and uh, people were upset, and they were taking their anger out at the polls. So yeah, I was surprised. I, I thought. I'm not, I didn't think she was going to make first, but I thought she would at least head to the runoff. Because yeah. it, I read some some statistics, too. Like, it's just between the dailies and uh, Rom, as we know, uh, just incumbents in Chicago don't lose, typically. And maybe in four, I don't know how, I don't have the data, but maybe 30, 40 years even, I don't went by. Yeah. The, the first um, daily was in office until, like, 1976, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah, after Richard um, J. Daly, then there was the... Uh, Harold Washington. Yeah, who's between and, the two uh, dailies? Jane Byrne and... Oh, Jane uh, Byrne, right. Who's named Mike, after... Mike uh, Belandic, yeah. Okay. I guess I just remember my parents talking about Richard M. Daly. I don't... Uh, to, to be before my time for the other one. Yeah, I started... But we working... didn't live in Chicago either, so... Right, you're from Indiana. There. Indiana, yeah. I uh, started under uh, Richard M. Daly. <clears throat> which is an amazing history that you have, I think. And these are big names. I mean, them and, and then... Uh, Rom was a big name, and I remember him and living here, yeah, or being was, here uh, a lot. When when uh, when Richard... his motorcade would always get those uh, red light camera tickets, and was always a huge issue here, <laughs> which I don't think is a big issue. Well, is it because you get a lot of uh, no? I don't tickets there, George. Well, he's got two. So the mayor is like I've been impressed with how much security the mayor gets in Chicago. He was in two black Tahoes. I think Lori's in. Uh, she's got, I've seen her in two big black expeditions or two black suburbans now. So she's got, she's got a large police presence, but he would always come on press conference and say, well, the, the cars have to stick together. It's just a security thing. And at the time I was like, yeah, what, you know, what a, what an a-hole for doing that. But, but in hindsight, I don't, he, he's, first of all, he's the mayor. He's got to get to important places. We've got all the, I don't agree with red light ticketing at all. It's not, I don't even think it's something that's constitutional. You shouldn't be able to do that to people. Well, I haven't driven it's since a money I grab. was, uh, I haven't driven since I was 16. So I really, right. uh, but uh, I don't agree with red light. So it, it was always a huge drama, but in high, I'm like, that's so small potatoes. Anyway, mayoral security has um, increased over the recent mayors because mayor Daly didn't have that many and then uh mayor Emanuel didn't have that much security either he, he used to ride um the train occasionally i mean obviously it was for pressers but yeah he would ride the train or he would take a walk out of city hall to go grab lunch and he'd have his bodyguards around him it's only uh mayor lightfoot that's really um she ramped up the security increased the security um at city hall and around her yeah but i think that's timely i mean we're living in a very uncertain, uncertain time now yeah and security around the the country has increased you, you go to you know, if you go to Washington, D.C. and go to any federal office, you know, they have small armies in front of those buildings. I yeah. mean, you know, there, there's just so much security anymore anyway. I, the, the thing about the mayor is, you know, in Chicago, every police officer that's pulled off and to her detail is taken off the street. And they're already saying we're way below where we need to be with police anyway. So it's like, yes, she's a national figure. People do know her. 
She's still just a mayor. I remember, too, the mayor of Indianapolis having way too much security. No one knew that guy at all. And I, if I wish I remember his name right now, I would say it. But he took security to Europe. He took security to Little 500, the event at Indiana University. And I'm like, dude, no one knows you. I'm sorry. Like, at least Lori's on... You know, national news getting hammered every night. Right. Um, right. I would say uh, she's known. Chicago mayors are known. Right. right. So I don't disagree with more security to be make people safe. But, you know, we need those police officers here, I feel like. Well, we just have well, to they always that, say we do. I don't know. We just have to hope that more police get hired. Yeah. And more people will apply. As a city employee, like hearing that 70 percent of people think Chicago's on the tr- wrong track. What's your reaction to that or response to that? Or is that just how it goes and it's always that negative? Yeah, I would say uh, working in the city for as long as I have, it ebbs and flows. And uh, I would say that sometimes it's going in the wrong direction, but I would say the majority of time Chicago is heading in the right direction. I mean, we're definitely thriving where it comes to uh, tourism is back up. People are still flocking to the city, whether there's crime or not. And uh, it's a national thing with crime. It's not just Chicago. Yeah. And... uh, you know, I, I lived in Chicago my whole life, so you're not going to get too much um, bad press out of me about Chicago. Yeah. And I was mugged myself, and I'm still a, a supporter That's right. of Chicago. That's right. You were yes. held up at gunpoint. Yes, I was. And, in uh, front of your building. And you're in right. Lake Point Tower yep, in Streeterville. Yep, yep. Lake Point Tower. So I'm Sorry you went through that. <clears throat> if you want to mug me again, now you know where I live. <laughs> and you were paintballed. Yes. A yes, separate oh, occasion. Yes. And both occasions, I think I was leaving uh, <laughs> you and Casey. So I don't know. Maybe you I'll walk you home next time. Me, right. Oh, right. uh, yeah. The mugging, though, is not, not a joking matter. That was, that, sorry you went through that. Paintballing, I feel like I wouldn't be upset the next day, maybe. Maybe, I actually, no, that's not true. I would be, I really would be upset. Well, it was a washable paint, so they were generous okay. in that. So that was nice. Where did they hit you? Uh, all over my coat and my <laughs> pants. <laughs> but it did wash out, so that was, that was kind of them to pick paint that is yeah. water-based. Well, you're here. That's what's important. Yes, I survived. You're, and you're, the, the people that mugged me, they, they did uh, have like cologne on, so that was nice. They had cologne on. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And they added security in your building after that. Yes, it was the Mario security. So when our assessments go up now, it's They'll be, yeah, because of me. All the neighbors can blame you. Mm-hmm. Um, has crime always been the most important issue, or is this a more rare occurrence where, because I don't follow it, where it's so squarely shown in polling that, you know, by 40%, citizens think that crime is the biggest problem we have right now? Well, I have to say, I think the uh, biggest issue always in the city is uh, pensions, because uh, covering our pension debt for city employees is a big issue the mayor has to take on. But that doesn't sound um, sexy in the media. So it's going to be crime. But why would an average citizen, but you're saying there's so many, like how many people work for the city of Chicago? Well, That's city of Chicago pensions? Yeah, uh, city of Chicago pensions and police like your and fire. Pension. Police, my pension, police and fire pensions. Police and fire, yeah. Um, Teachers? No, teacher pension comes out of uh, uh, the CTA budget. Okay. But that's um, CTA, that's still city. Yeah, there's still portion portion of our money that goes there. So... So CTA, overall, like the transportation? I'm sorry, not CTA. I'm CPS. CPS, huh. okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I caught you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, CTA pensions are completely different from us. That's but crime, like again, like when you see that poll, do you think, I'm a little surprised that's so like at the forefront this year. Like have you ever seen a poll that big with an issue? Or is that, again, is that just something that, that crime's always there on Chicago. People are always thinking about it, and it's always pulled that way. No, I think this is newer. I it's think, newer. But I think crime is up because of COVID. So. Yeah. Okay. And in, in the five mayoral elections that you've been a part of, 
in your mind, which one was the ugliest, most polarizing election? Honestly, all of them, except for this one, have gone rather smoothly. I think when uh, Mayor Daley announced he was not going to run again, that was a big shocker for us because it was assumed that he would just keep running until he didn't want to or until he died uh, in Didn't office. he have how many? He was there for 20 years? He, he, beat his, he beat his dad. So I think he was there for 21 years. He beat it? his dad? Yeah, his dad was mayor for 20 Oh, he beat his dad in tenure. In, in, yeah. Okay, I thought so, you meant they so, no, ran so together he, or ran against so each other. He, um, yeah, so he was running, I think, to beat his father's record, which he did. Um, and so when he mm -hmm. announced he wasn't running, it was quite a shocker in the city. But Rahm Emanuel was uh, the right choice, I would say. Rahm? Yeah, after him. Mm -hmm. And that election was handed to Rahm handedly. I think he won it. Uh, and he left— who, who, he was the press secretary for Obama, or what was he? He was the uh, chief of staff. To chief of staff for, yes. to President Obama. Yes, yes. And then he left that to become mayor, mayor here, Trump. which is right. impressive. And that's, I mean, going from one to another. That, that's yeah, a, yeah. It's like that's, but it helped his. I'm sure it helped his campaign working oh, for the did. president. Yeah, and Obama, President Obama, was beloved in the city because he was a Chicago uh, native as well. Right. So, hmm. so this one you think is the most polarizing. Yes. Yikes. Okay. Because there's no, um, <laughs> because there's no, um, there's no set person that uh, has sort of you been haven't, anointed by. You haven't, there, there, it hasn't been pre-picked like who should be the mayor. Right. It's very much an open field. When Daly said he wasn't going to run again, he sort of pre-picked Rahm Emanuel as our next mayor. And so everyone, ra it. everyone rallied around I that. see. So the machine wasn't really at work this yeah, time. There's no machine this time. Was there a machine for Lori? Uh, no, you're Did right. Rom there wasn't pick a, Lori? I think uh, no. I think when that happened, uh, it was assumed it would be Preckwinkle, and she sort of came out of left field. Then beat her um, and, and beat, beat Pre her. Preckwinkle. And beat Preckwinkle. Who was what position uh, in the city? Well, Preckwinkle. Yeah, Tony was, Preckwinkle. Uh, she was the pre she still is the president of C Cook County. Oh, she is. And she's the president of the uh, the chair of the Democratic Party here in Cook County. Okay, she was and, at my table at the. Irish Queen event yeah. before the parade. Yeah, and uh, and then Lori Lightfoot, she was on the uh, COPA, the um, Oversight Police uh, Board. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but good to know. Yes, they uh, they they're the ones that review uh, when police officers um, uh, shoot people in the oh, line okay. of duty. Got it. My last, I guess city political-based question is the national media gives Chicago when I watch the national media which is not that often but when I do it seems like we always get a pretty negative take most of the time do you think that's fair well once again as a lifelong Chicagoan I would say it's not fair mm -hmm. I think everyone's just jealous of us but and we do have problems we do have big problems and I've you know I in the past I've been shocked by some of the things that happened in Chicago and, you know, it, it all gets back to, you know, pretty much crime. You could talk about the taxes, but taxes don't hurt people in that way. I mean, they, they do, but yeah. the, when I just care about really violent criminals and violent and these like something happened today or I think today or yesterday. No, it was today. Like that awful, you know, shooting in Nashville, you know, just makes your you're just it's so upsetting. And um, not every time, but sometimes it seems like things are preventable and we just don't do enough to prevent them. 
I know people and people that are my parents' age, you know, they're watching CNN, they're watching Fox News, they're watching MSNBC. I don't agree with with all that coverage that the city gets. And the bottom line is Chicago is one of the nicest big cities Mm -hmm. in the country. It's one of the cleanest. Uh, You know, there's great people here. It's one of the most diverse economically. You know, we've got an incredible skyline. And it's just not fair. Every city has its problems. Every big city has big problems. And we're no exception. You know, so the pundits and even... You know, at certain times talking about, you know, Lori Lightfoot, I didn't agree with the coverage on her. It, it became it's just kind of a butt of a joke. And, you know, unless you live here, like on the ground, like like we do, you don't really know. And that's true for any place. Unless you live there and you've seen things for yourself and, you, you, you know, you shop there, you go to restaurants, you use the airports, you don't really know anything. And I can tell a lot of these, t- the pundits, they just talk so generally and they, you know, they cut our legs off, and it's not always a fair assessment. Sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's not. What is that saying? They, uh, they hate us because they ain't us. Yeah, I guess what's I don't know where that's from. That's what uh, I feel like it is with Chicago. But I would say that um, with COVID and yeah, we um, had some tough situations. And with, not only um, COVID, but things that happened. Well, with COVID, but also and... with uh, a Republican president mm-hmm. uh, that was very um, negative. You know, well, he was negative, and he just had a very In Chicago big personality and then yeah. our mayor uh, she's got a, a huge personality big personality and so i think those two collide yeah and I which was that, hilarious right to and watch, so i think but... that brought it to a national you don't want to i never want to see elected officials like you shouldn't be publicly f- i mean publicly fighting it, it's like god our government just doesn't work but maybe that's part of democracy but it it seems like there was cursing going on and mm-hmm. and it's like really guys you, you're you're two you have two huge positions there's no decorum there's no respect for each other and it, it's just everyone's so polarizing so i, I hate all that negativity yeah, so it's, i don't even i mean i turned my notifications off on my phone i barely fo- i don't even follow a lot of the news anymore cuz it just is a bummer it is, and I think when <clears throat> people start to realize that it's uh, not getting the uh, the likes that it, it used to, then maybe they'll stop being maybe so negative. Stop. Yeah. Okay, we'll move out of that election special coverage. Da, 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 da. Uh, with Mario, we'll make we'll sure you re- go out and vote, everyone. Yes, April Chicagoans 4th. near and far uh, voting by April. You can actually. Where can you early vote right now? Just in the super sites or anywhere. Uh, there are super sites, not anywhere, but... and you can find it on the uh, Chicago Board of Elections website. Okay. Yeah, so get out there and vote. All right, switching over to some personal stuff. Mar, I've probably known you since... I guess I would have met you in 2020, probably. Yeah. 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 And you've been our neighbor. When is the last time you dated someone? Hmm. It's been a long time there george how, long, how many years is that probably uh like 11 <laughs> years maybe more. longer than that i think probably longer than that i certainly do keep adding a year on every time i talk to someone new you know a different friend i'm like you know 12 15 so yeah eventually it'll just be my age which is 35 so. why don't you date i don't There's know no mr right out there i've enjoyed uh, surrounding myself with good friends and uh I think by uh, not dating, I make myself uh, very available to all my friends for anything they should need. You've got friends. Yeah, you've got YPS, and you're you're hyper-involved, and I respect that, just like Casey. Um, yes, but the point is I'm the good friend for being available that's to right. all my friends. Yeah. What are you <laughs> – if you were to be dating, what are you open to or looking for? 
Honestly, I'm not even looking for anything. You're not even looking for anything. <clears throat> You're very no, content. I'm very content. And you I go home at night and you very pull that bed that out have, of the wall. Yes. You've got a Murphy bed. A Murphy bed. And, you get in your silk pajamas. Uh, you tuck yourself in. Cotton, your little robot yes. friends on the counter. Yes, Vector, my little uh, robot. Everyone should and be a robot. And your grandparents parent. are there. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> Uh, on the piano. Dad. They're not alive, but <laughs> right. they keep you company. Yes, yes. Okay. They're supposed to, my grandparents are supposed to visit my dad uh, in the summer, but he has yet to take them, so, because he lives in the same building as I do. What does that mean? They're going to sit up there for a while? Yeah, sit on his shelf for a little while. What floor do you live on? I live on 11. Well, pretty well. Yes. So do you feel, you must feel lucky to be up here on 45 with me. Oh, yes. In case. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a nosebleed as we speak. It's yeah. so high in the air. Oh, Casey and I always think you would be a good relationship guy, maybe an older guy, because you live a very kind of routine, your habitual mm -hmm. kind of mature life. And I don't know. We feel like there's always somebody that you could be with. But if you're not open to it, then it's no reason to. And if you're very content. There's no reason to do anything either. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm very. Uh, Occasionally we talk about it. You know, Casey's mentioned it to me, too. I'm. Yeah. Uh, I'm very stubborn and set in my ways, and so um, they'd probably have to be really old, like nearing death, so that if I got annoyed with it. Nearing death? You know. It's the same thing I told someone today who hasn't been in a relationship for at least 10 years, similar to you, maybe, oh. maybe 12, 11. And I said, you've got to be open to compromise. That's what a relationship is. And so it's a partnership. Mm -hmm. So you have to probably put some work in. Maybe you have to cook sometimes. Maybe you have to go somewhere you don't want to go. Maybe you have to go see their, you know, their, but people get so like you have get so used to living alone, doing their thing, not answering to anyone that they don't want to go back. But I don't know if that's the healthiest. I would agree with that 100%. If someone's looking to date, yeah. they definitely need to um, be open. But to you're compromise. not open at all. I'm not looking you're to closed, date. But... So I'm, I'm perfectly content okay. in being uh, stubborn. Well, We'll, we'll still keep an eye out for you if we meet anyone that actually you know i don't have to because yps attracts so many randoms yes yps is quite diverse <laughs> in the people that come so if i haven't found my husband through there i don't know uh where i would yeah well sometimes you don't want to find your husband through there because the public <laughs> not always uh make the best uh husbands and you know what i'm talking about yes uh okay Infrastructure update. Mario's going to have to sit here and talk about Indiana infrastructure. I was on uh, US 31 South through the middle of Indiana. I drove my old college route, which is the US 20 bypass in the South Bend, Mishawaka area, Elkhart, to US 31 South to I-465 Southwest to uh, Indiana 37 South. On my last leg of the trip to Indy, my car started vibrating. I thought it was the road for like 10 minutes, but then I realized it wasn't, and my car was having a hard time accelerating. So I took it straight to the dealership in Carmel, and they very kindly took me to my meeting that was downtown Indianapolis. Thankfully, I got the car back the next day. I don't, they replaced some stuff. They swapped some stuff. Couldn't replicate the issue, of course. They never can. And they said, if it happens again, take it straight back to the dealer. Uh, the car is a 2022 and it has 8,000 miles. So nothing should be. That's a pretty new car. Going wrong. Yeah. And it and it was probably with the ignition. It was scary. And I've got that thing where when you're stopped, the, the engine turns off, which I thought was part of it, but that, that mm. didn't come up. So luckily I was in Westfield. If I was any further north, I wouldn't have felt comfortable driving that far because I drove it to the dealership. 
straight to the dealership. And uh, I don't know. There's just there's not enough Mercedes dealerships, so their service centers are always like over the top crowded. We're like an airline company. We have everyone slotted in. Some of those slots are made for a certain amount of cancellations, and the, but they don't have cancellations, and everyone's there at the same time, and it's just a mess. The one here is the same way. It's just a meat market here too. So I hate the one here. I'm not going to Mercedes of Chicago again. As I've said, don't go there. It's a Fletcher Jones franchise. No. Mm-hmm. Until they make that right, yeah, it's, it's not uh, not returning. Uh, you don't have a car, though, do you, Mario? I, I have yeah. not driven since I was 16. Okay. You're like Case. She doesn't drive either. Yeah. I have a driver's license, so I legally can drive. But I don't know if you want me on the on the road. No, probably George, not. you can help me drive your car. I'll take That's it okay. I don't want to add you as a permissive driver on my insurance. <laughs> um, on US 31 South, they are putting in another overpass over the railroad tracks at a cross street called 100 South, right before the transmission plant there. If you know that area, you know what I'm talking about. The overpass is huge. Just the amount of dirt it took to raise that up is crazy. It also, it's, it's pulling us, pulling it up over railroad tracks, which I don't even think they use, but whatever. Um they also had these construction signs on the dirt that said, do not move GPS tracked. I've never seen that before. The sign itself has a, a, an RFID tag of some sort. I assume it's probably utility related, but I thought that was neat. I would say for the last 10 years, they've been putting in bypasses and systematically removing all the at-grade conflict points on US 31 on that road. And of course, Mario doesn't know what I'm talking about because he didn't go to IU and not from Indiana. But I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's George. just a, uh, whatever. Uh, they put a bypass near South Bend, Plymouth, and a big one around the town of Kokomo, which eliminated so many intersections with stoplights. So the whole thing works a lot better than it used to. Eventually, it will be probably like a federal interstate because you have a ton of people whose driveways connect to it still, which wouldn't qualify um overall they've done they've done a good job uh then of course south of i-465 in indianapolis they're making a highway connection by upgrading indiana 37 to i upgrading it to i-69 connecting to bloomington and all the way down south to indiana's uh southern border um i think that i didn't go by there but i know they're working on that i also went by the interchange I-465 and I-69 on the northeast side of Indy. That project is called Clear Path 465. Definitely they're working on it. Didn't notice anything exciting to report. It's a $435 million project that should be finished by 2025. They're going to add travel lanes, uh, new ramp lanes. They're going to do 14 new bridges, two rehabilitated bridges. Uh, they're going in, to make interchange modifications and replace, replace pavement. Um, so a huge overhaul there uh, and that's about a hundred thousand vehicles pass through that interchange each day in comparison the jane byrne sees four hundred thousand and, and they just redid that um so the jane byrne costs about double what that costs in indiana and they don't have all the jane byrne is landlocked the, the one in indiana of course they took a bunch of public land away and made it even bigger oh very nice yeah which we don't have that luxury here that's a more complex project the one here the Jane Byrne interchange. Jane Byrne. That, have you been on that since they've finished that? Uh, I don't think I have. No. no. It's I cool, know. I guess. I don't no. know. I, I'm more of a... Um, <clears throat> I took a train once to Michigan to visit my uh, grandparents. If they could update those things, I would say first class... Those a, should be updated. Yeah, first Th- class on a train is not uh, a first class I ever want to experience again. But No. Well, there's, there's one, the South Shore here... That goes to, might have helped you in Michigan, but it goes to, from here to 
um, at least to South Bend, and, and part of it runs along the Indiana Toll Road, and that's garbage, I've heard. And they, yeah. the, I, I guess the federal government will help improve it, but they have to meet certain expectations and to, to, to get that money, and they, I don't know if they're doing it. So that's just an antiquated train. And I, I've never taken it, so it's hard to speak about it, but that... You know, that, that's what I've been reading. I also came home on my old I-65 route. Um, nothing to report there. It's not three lanes, which means it's it's just so behind. It's not safe or easy to drive like the toll road is or US-31. It's, it's just the worst highway ever, the one from Indy to Chicago and the one going back. Um, oh, man, I, I really don't like that road. And it's really, really dangerous. Um, so pay attention if you drive that often. Um, overall this week I, or last week, I noticed that Indiana drivers are a little more polite and move to the right lane when they're supposed to, they move out of the fast lane more often. Uh, and also the highway signs, at least one in Indiana was tagged on the back, but not on the front. Like I've noticed the, you know, people do here. Mm. So they, you know, they have no respect for our signs in Illinois, but Indiana, they just, they just spray paint the backs of the signs. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so better, uh, at least they're taking that into consideration. They're being a little thoughtful. Yes. When they're breaking the law. Well, it's that that's against the law, right? Midwest charm. Tagging everything? Yes, I would say that's against it the is. law. It yeah. is. Yeah. Hope we don't catch people often. or. It's I hard. don't know how they tag that Jane Byrne like they have. It's hard to catch uh, taggers. The yeah. best you can do is just get rid of it. Well, I've said this before. I don't know why they don't paint that Jane Byrne every time it gets tagged. And the whole thing should be painted like a black... And they can just tag, they can just paint over it for eight hundred and six million. Can't we have a twenty-four hour paint company that does that? I don't know. You wouldn't think. have to be twenty-four. It would only happen once a few weeks. Yep, it's uh, it's bad tagging all over the city. Yeah, a lot more here. Yeah, than like in Indiana. I would. Think we still so. have it in Indiana though. Really, that's fascinating. You would think you could find them in Indiana. Then. What do you mean find them? Well, I mean anywhere in Indiana, it's. Not yeah. anywhere, but Indianapolis. Indianapolis, okay. Well, Somewhat. It's, it's a small city, so, you know. It's not small. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've noticed, Mario, they've added concrete bus lanes very recently to Michigan Avenue. Um, I haven't noticed that. We've got to get over there. No, I'm going to have to walk on Michigan I don't know why, Avenue. but maybe that's... I've seen that before where they make the bus lane stronger than the rest because the buses tear up the road more on michigan avenue michigan avenue oh, well, go cool. over there i will you'll, you'll see it <clears throat> they also completed a bridge rehab uh which is one of my favorite projects uh, it's the webster bridge that connects bucktown uh and lincoln park uh that's finished it might have been finished for a few weeks but it looks brand new they replaced the bridge deck the up upgraded the trusses the bracings and restored historical elements like the bridge house structures. It's uh, over 100 years old, and um, the city also added new traffic and bike markings. Overall, that one bridge cost $28 million. Oh, my God. And the city, uh, they might have had a grant or something, but it's, infrastructure is not cheap, as we've... It certainly is not. No. Um, but these projects in the city, and, like, and similar to this across the country, the ones I love, because I, I think it's why more than... Like other smaller Midwest cities, Chicago is such a historically romantic city to me. It's just, it, I can feel that. It's, you know, red iron bridge. It's, it's got uh, copper bridge houses. You know, it's just it's such an old thing, but it looks great when it's re, redone and rehabbed. And uh, I like that, historically romantic. I, th I always think that Chicago a good, is a very romantic yes, city in general. Yes. I've said that before. Um, but now, if I could be so direct to you, Mario, they need to, you can call your your contacts 
the Ashland Bridge right next to it needs to be re- redone so mm-hmm. badly. The concrete, I, I don't know, the ribbon that, that separates the sidewalk from the bridge and the, the river below or whatever that is, water below, is literally coming apart. And in places it's so bad they put this orange fencing around it. But it shouldn't even never even get to that. It should already been at least repaired. Well, we can certainly inform Look into that. the local alderman. That's really bad. Yes. And the bridge, it's, it's right next to it. It's probably going to cost $50 because it's bigger. Well, if it's important, it'll, it'll get done. Look into that. I want a full report. <laughs> <laughs> this next segment, Mario, is where have we been eating this week? So, again, I was in Indy, so these are pretty much all Indiana locations but if you have any where you've been eating comment on those yeah if you ever where you've been eating recently you can also tell us something you like um so i was in ruth's chris and indy at keystone crossing or at ironworks it's still good after all these years i had the shrimp which was on top of a steak uh, and a bunch of potato sides i only had one drink everyone else was drinking a lot more having wine i don't drink wine because i if i have a sip i get a headache I gave up drinking for Lent. Oh, you did. And so I gave up diet uh, soda. I have been uh, craving uh, wine, any kind of yeah alcoholic. Beverage. When does that end? Uh, it actually, technically, Lent ends on Holy Thursday, so I could technically have a drink on Holy Thursday, but I was talking to a priest friend, and he said that I really should try and stick it out to Easter. So, <laughs> so when yeah. we all go out uh, for dinner Holy Thursday night, oh yeah, I won't be able to have a drink at RL. We're, you That's and I are going. going yeah. Oh, okay. You and Casey and I. And oh, wow. Others. I mean, no. Okay. Great. Um, so they, yeah, but then on that bill, I got screwed because I only had one, boot, one thing, and then it was like 168 bucks oh, per person. Up, yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. I I loved being with everyone, and it was a great time. We also went to Blend Cigar Bar in Indy. You, you would like this place. Uh, I had like a double whiskey. With a uh, one big ice cube, other guys ordered chips for ice, and the guy said that was a rookie mistake. Cool spot. I do hate smoke. It was a little bit smoky, but I didn't smell like it after. Um, also went to Rush on Main in Zinesville, Indiana. Uh, it's a knockoff Chicago restaurant kind of bar. Eats uh, isn't what I was looking for because I was in the Donut County suburbs of, of Indianapolis, which is the circle. That's what we call it, the Donut County. Oh, Indy is a big clever. circle. Yeah. Um, but it was still fine. It was good. Had Donato's Pizza from or in Carmel, Indiana. Good. Don't get it. Do you guys have good pizza in uh, Indianapolis yeah, in Indiana? We do. I think in Indiana, yeah, we do. Um, I went to Sweet Green in downtown Indy, right where I used to work. Uh, they have some partnership with Lily Q. So I got the barbecue chicken and squash plate. Very good. Mm. Filling. I counted that when I was there, Indy now has three Shake Shacks, three Sweet Greens, and it just got a Doc B's. Oh, wow. Uh, we so have all that here in Chicago. We do. But uh, they're always kind of trailing us when it comes to restaurant options. But it's getting better. It always is. So that was good to see. Also went to Garden Table on Mass Ave in Indy, had their, what's called their famous salad, but I replaced the mustard artichoke vinaigrette with a buttermilk blue cheese. Couldn't pass up the buttermilk. That was intrigued, and it was very good. Sounds Um, delicious. I'm not a mustard fan. Uh, Was in Bin 23 in Mishawaka or Granger area. It was good, but our waiter wouldn't stop hovering and made uh, everyone uncomfortable. I had the lamb chops for my entree. He would not leave us alone he kept they really i think annoyed my dad and my aunt because he just we was just around too much and i like great service but this was too much yeah i'm very used to a um i was raised in a very um 
uh, leisurely uh, dinner. We would do cocktails, then appetizer, then cocktails, then the main course when you're out to dinner. So oh, yeah. We would turn our dinners into like a two-hour, mm-hmm. two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour three hour event. Uh, finally, after Bin 23, I went to Vanilla Bean Creamery across the street where I had a Blue Moon shake, which was outstanding. I used to get Blue Moon uh, at Flavor Freeze in Elkhart when I was a kid, and it was so creamy, so good. Um, Is Blue Moon ice cream uh, Michigan or Indiana ice cream? I don't know. It's good, though. It's like a greeny blue color. I honestly don't know what it is, but I love the name. I've never had it. We'll get it. We'll get some for you next time you're in Indiana with me, which... I don't think I've ever... I've only been through Indiana a few (laughs) times. Um... All right, songs of the week. Uh, keep your head up by Andy Grammer. But you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down. Hey. Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac. And Slide by Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean, and Migos. Uh, and remember to listen to any of the songs that were featured today or to find any that have been played on WAG. Just search WAG songs on Spotify for the show's playlist. Every time we release an episode, that playlist is updated. And that's it for this episode. Thank you to my guest, Mario Hollemans. Uh, if you're in Chicago and are interested in learning more about young professionals Streeterville, go to YP Streeterville on Instagram. That's YP, then the word Streeterville on Instagram. Thanks for listening to The World According to George, available anywhere you find podcasts. Remember to follow WAG fans on Instagram. That's WAG underscore fans. And DM me anything that's on your mind. Relationship problems, restaurant picks, or you just want me to visit a new hotel and review it on the pod. See you next time right here. Have a great week. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much, George. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.